Welcome to the Property Developers and Investors podcast, where we explore the detail of what it really takes to achieve great success in the business of property developments and investments. Now let's get into this week's episode. And a very warm welcome to the Property Developers and Investors podcast. Nigel Green here from the ECRA Academy. And I'm absolutely delighted to have Bernadette Anderson with me today. And we're just going to chat about um, really the background story, of probably one of the most positive people I know. <laughs> Hi, Bernadette. Hi, Nigel. Thank you so much for inviting me to join you on this podcast today. I'm super thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, no, you're very, you're very, very welcome. Maybe just have a bit of time just to introduce yourself and a bit about your background. Yes. So hello, everyone. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Bernadette Anderson. I've been in the property industry for about 15 years. I am a buy-to-let landlord. And at the moment, I am concentrating on commercial to residential development. So I moved into construction full-time in 2019. And my background before that I was a global IT consultant. I did that for 20 years. So I brought all my project management experience over to IT, or over to property. And I have to say that I'm absolutely loving it. I went through quite a few changes and COVID especially mm. compounded how I thought and what I thought. And I knew that I needed to do something different in my life. And that's how I came well that's how I got to this point where I am today that's incredible and you know when you when you mention the words global consultant I mean you know in terms of project management I suppose that's the delivery of enormous systems around the globe isn't it yeah so predominantly I work for a system called SAP or SAP which people refer to my penultimate position I was actually actually the European training manager so I was responsible for the training of 20,000 end users across Europe so I've worked, I've worked on some really large-scale projects. So for me, moving into construction, when people say to me, oh, why, su- why such a big change? And I said, well, actually, it's not such a big change because it's just a project. Absolutely. And it's how, you, it's how you manage that project in the different stages of it. And plus, I'm, my role in IT, and it's something that I created for myself, I'm a go-between. So even though I was, for example, contracted to just do training, or just do testing, I was always digging for information. I was joining the gaps. And it's exactly it's exactly the same in construction and property. Absolutely. It's all about problem solving because no project, even though I was living the same system in IT over and over again for 20 years, every single project was different. Every single project has its different challenges and you learn from each one and then you cascade that onto the next one. But every project was different. Absolutely. And property exactly the same. Very much so, and it's the skills you've you've gained over all those years. It's 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 kind of the implementation of the methodology of project management, isn't it? And you know whether it, as you say, whether it's in IT, whether it's in property, whether it's you know doing whatever it is in life, it's it's a transferable skill, um, which is really useful. And I, and I think for the the listeners, you know, just to just to reflect on their past, and you know, undoubtedly, you know, they've got skills that they picked up in life. You know, through training, through just just the you know the lesson of life, and you you can apply those into whatever you want to going forward. So it's really really interesting. So what what made you choose property as your vehicle to wealth and success? Well, I had property already, um, which I've still got in my personal name, and 
COVID brought around or compounded my thoughts about what I wanted for the rest of my for the rest of my years. And I loved IT, but it had its challenges. And I wanted something different. And I wanted more time. I wanted more time for myself. I wanted more time to spend with my family. And for me, time is the most important thing because that is something that we cannot buy. And of course, you know, I like a few nice things and all of that, but that's not my, that's not what I, that's not my desire. That's not what's in my heart. I want to live, live a wholesome life, a healthy life. I want to do things that I love and continue to do that. I've, I've been very privileged because I've made a life for myself, even in IT, where I can do all those things. But now I'm in a different place of my life. I want to slow things down a bit and I want my money to work for me. I don't want to be working so much. I am working a lot at the moment, but the difference is, is that I'm really setting myself up for my future. So in a few years' time, I can take the foot off the gas and I, and I can relax a bit more. But the difference also is that I completely love what I'm doing at the moment. Completely That's love it. It's my absolute passion. <laughs> That's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, in terms of your values, you know, mm-hmm. time, I mean, everybody has the freedom of choice to define their values for sure. But as you say, time is one of the most valuable, isn't it? Because, you know, the moment lost is a moment gone, isn't it? And, you know, you just got to maximize every single uh, pulse that you have in terms of uh, time going forward. So yeah, fair play to you. But, that, but, just, but just saying on that point also, Nigel, is that me, myself, I've got caught up working very, very, very long hours, being away from my my parents. And I lost my father last year and I have no regrets because I have spent so much time with my parents the last few years. I always made time to see them and spend quality time with them because when we're so wrapped up in, even if it's property or whatever we're doing, we're not actually spending quality time with those that we love and care about. Why are we doing all of this? Absolutely. And what people need to realise here is it's the bigger picture because this isn't about uh, you know how much money we we're going to make at the end of our lives. You know that's not what we're going to be judged on. It's going to be what did we do? What was what was our footprint? It's the impact. Who, who did we care about? Because yeah. we can't take any of these materialistic things with us. Not at all. So it's all, it's all about relationships and giving back mm. and to the community mm. and the environment. Not tearing up not tearing up all lots of green area either. Mm. These are the fundamental things that are important. So if we can build our lifestyles around that and try and support all of that as much as possible, that's one of the best things we can do. Absolutely. And I I know you've got some amazing examples of giving back as well, and we'll probably get into that, I'm sure, uh, very shortly. Um, Tell us us about some of the key milestones, Mm. maybe achievements uh, in your property journey thus far. Key milestones, well, I, I, I guess the very first one, becoming an accidental landlord, because I was lucky enough to be travelling all the time as an IT consultant. And then I became a landlord. Um, I've done refurbs on several properties and then got me to the point in the last couple of years where I'd gone to a property event. It was the first one after lockdown. I was really excited. I went because I was buying a property which I was going to convert to a HMO. I thought, okay, I might learn something. And literally that, that meeting changed my life because the perception that I had of people in the property industry was not, what not was not what it was and I actually found myself in a very warm environment 
And a lot of people can comment on this. And this is a, an environment, this is something I really love because, and still love, because when, some, when somewhere is so warm, how can you not automatically be drawn to it? Yeah. And then learning about all the different strategies that are available and possible, I mean, it was mind-blowing. And since then, I've invested in myself. And one of those is obviously being part of Equa Academy, which I absolutely love because being part of Equa Academy, what that has done, it's put me around like-minded people who all want the same thing. It's also put me in the middle of leading professionals in the construction industry who are actually employed to work on my current commercial to residential projects. And without having that pool of people to call up, like yourself, Nigel, you and Mark, to ask for advice, and we have our WhatsApp chat, and then we have our sessions, without having that support from yourselves, without having the support from professionals that I need within our mastermind groups, I wouldn't be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and this is actually one of, this is one of the key points I wanted to get across to people today, that you can try and do this stuff on your own. You might get there. You won't enjoy it as much. You need to put yourself in a network. You need to put yourself in a support network. That's a mastermind group, some form of group to help you on your journey because you're going to fall. I fell this year. I got COVID really, really badly. Still suffering with long COVID problems. Um, but I had a network of people there to pick me up and I was scraping myself off the floor. So I'm being completely honest here. I had brain fog. I still suffer from time to time. And I think people need to hear this because life is not always perfect. I've still got problems with my eyes, my head. Mm-hmm. I can't look at my screen for too long. I'm still going undergoing lots of investigations there. Mm-hmm. But because I, I'm in a network of people to support me, it's not causing me so much stress. It can be quite stressful at times. But I just want to get across to you. No one's life is perfect. My life is not perfect. I might be smiling all the time because that's my outlook on life, you know, everything will be okay in the end. But you need a network of people, you need people to support you. Absolutely. And there's no one person that knows everything as well. I mean, we we constantly learn every single day, don't we? You know, our experiences, we get up in the morning, something happens and we thought, oh, that's that's quite new. But you learn from it, don't you? And and this is this is, I think, you know, it's great to have you on board in the Equa Academy, and that, you know, as you say, the network of people there. You know, there's somebody that's had an experience um, and overcome that experience, and it's just great to understand the nuggets of how you overcome, rather than having to go through the hard yards yourself. You know, just by you just bumped into this problem, you've got to now overcome it, and as you say, all the stress and the the impact that they that that might might be the case on that particular instance but just be able to you know speak to somebody who's been through it before learn from what they've learned and enables you to navigate the potential risk you know which is which is really important on that basis we know we have challenges you know things don't always go as planned planned could you take us through something that you've encountered maybe unexpectedly and how you overcame the challenge it could be personal oh. problems. <laughs> There's several. Um, but there's several. I guess my biggest one. I lost, I lost my, my my baby sister also when Mary was just ten. I was eighteen. I went through nine years of partying and living to forget really. And then one day I woke up and I thought, okay, I what am I doing with my life? 
And then I started doing a lot of charity work. So I, when Mary passed, I had this instant <clears throat> reaction to help lots of people that finally culminated with me actually doing lots of charity work. And for the last 15 years, my life completely changed. So rather than living to forget, I was living to remember. And I have packed so much in to my life because of the changes that I made. And I've, I've helped so many different causes. So I've worked with homeless for 12 years. I've recently worked with care leavers for the last couple of years. There's numerous other causes. Um, we've we raised money for Ukraine earlier this year. I've been, I'm also a semi-professional sales dancer. And I go to Athens at least, well, pre-COVID anyway, about three, four times a year for lots of dancing because it's lots of fun. One year I was going and Angelina Jolie was out there. And I thought, oh, what's going on? And I saw some posts on Facebook and I, I, I was looking to see what was going on and there was refugees there. And I thought, okay, you know, and we didn't really get much coverage of it here. This was 2016, I think. So um, I, I, made, I, made, I made a few inquiries. I was going for a salsa festival for four days. And I thought, actually, I'm going to stay and I'm going to do an extra week. So I found a refugee camp. It was in Paratus near the port. And so I went and I volunteered. And it really opened my eyes because before, people had a very negative view, or some people had a very negative view of refugees. But at the end of the, the day, they're just people. Mm-hmm. And they're people that are fleeing their country because of war and persecution. And people also get confused between a refugee and a migrant. And because a migrant is someone that moves to a place to, you know, improve their quality of life, that was that was an incredible experience. Because I was there on the front line in tents, which people were living in, or or squats, and I mean, there's so many different things that happened. But we collected oh, about 500 kilos of aid in my house. <laughs> my house was like a warehouse, and we shipped that over, and I delivered it, and. Yes, yeah, so there's lots of different experiences. When you when you put yourself in situations like that, it's not for everyone. I, I'm, very, I'm a very personable person, so I, I like that one-to-one connection with everyone. Um, it really grounds you and it reminds you that everything will be okay. You know, all the things that we can worry about in life, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And, you know, sometimes we spend so much stress in and I have at times, we don't actually appreciate what's happening in the present. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the present is a present. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And it gives you that true, clear perspective of life as well. Um, you, you know, Mark and I, we, we invest very heavily in a homeless business, Cornerstone yeah. Place. And, you know, that's, that's just a remarkable way where we can use, you know, the skills that we've developed over the years um, and help others in a business environment to help others, you know, in more of the wider environment. And it's just a lovely way. And, you know, we had, we had the, you know, a privilege actually to, to meet up with some of the beneficiaries as well on, on the last development when we opened it, a member of parliament came along and kind of cut the ribbon and all that sort of thing. But it was just lovely to, to meet the people and, and they are genuinely lovely people and, you know, probably fell on hard times and, you know, trying to navigate their own way through, but they are, as you say, Bernadette, they're just people and, you know, we should help if we can, you know, mm-hmm. and it gives you that just ground perspective, 
you know, if you're having a tough day, well, compared with what, you know, right. Compared to what some people are having. Oh. We're having a very privileged lifestyle. Indeed. Indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on to lessons then. (laughs) (laughs) So what lessons have you learned along the way? What lessons have I learned? Oh, lots. Um, Okay. Let's start with some of the most basics. So when you're doing a refurb, for example, on a, on a residential property, be really clear with your contractors what is required, exactly what is needed in each room, the finishes, the cost. Scaling that up now to the bigger projects, use a JCT contract with your contractors. Be really specific about what is required what is agreed, what's the impact of what happens if those agreements aren't adhered to. You know, make sure you've got a schedule of works, make sure that you've got all the necessary items and things in place to ensure that your project runs smoothly because what you think someone might or what you think is going to be delivered if that's not conveyed correct, correctly, for example, having detailed design documents from your architect to then pass on, how is someone going to know exactly what you're thinking? So just mitigate that risk by being really specific. Yeah. And we all learn from that all the time. Definitely. Uh, so that's a, that's a really good lesson. Mm. I think some other, I think other key learnings. So yes, I, I am learning lessons, but I, there's lots of things that I, I wanted to say also, which I think were really beneficial. So keep yourself informed. So on your projects, as I've mentioned before, each one is going to be different. Each one is going to be new different challenges. So how are you going to get that information? Your support network, your mentors, your mastermind group. Take it one step further. I've recently joined the Federation of Small Businesses and given them a shout again. FSB, contact the scene Gill. Amazing. I'm paying £140, something like that, for the year. I've got whole access to lots and lots of legal advice. Absolutely brilliant. Not just property related. Um, contact him. Absolutely brilliant. I've also got legal cover to my home insurance. I've had that for years. I've used them for many different things and I've been using them again recently. Again, it's somewhere where it takes the pressure off you because you know it comes down to uh, it comes down to really good principle. It's who, not how. Don't think about how you're going to do everything because we can't do everything. Think about who can you get to provide that information, and this is what will allow you to do multiple things at the same time, to manage multiple projects at the same time. Because you are not giving yourself information overload. You are employing or contacting the skilled people and the trained people in those areas to keep you informed, that will actually take away a lot of your stress. Uh, And that is why I'm still smiling at the moment, because I know I have put myself in a massive network of developers, mentors, mastermind groups, the Federation of Small Businesses, my legal cover, my home insurance, I'm I'm covered. Um, So, uh, yes. That's really good. Yeah. And, you know, your point about detail, being very detailed Mm. in the, you know, the sharing of what your aspirations are on a project is absolutely key. Um, If you, if, you know, if you leave anything open to interpretation or a bit of ambiguity, um, you're going to get what you get. 
and and that's that's why it's really important. So yeah, I, I totally agree with uh, that that point very much. So so I mean, plans looking forward. I mean, what are your plans for the future? Plans for the future, simple. I just want to be happy, Nigel. It's a really simple thing. I want to be happy. There's lots of stuff that's happened in my life. There's lots of stuff that happens in all of our lives. I mm. genuinely want to be happy. I spend a lot of time with my mum. And I'm recently dating someone and I want to make the most of that time. Fantastic. Because these are these, you know, once that time's gone or things change, you take people for granted. Not that I do, but I'm just it's just another message or so, then you, you can't you can't buy this time back. So for me, be happy, replace my IT income with with um, income from the property world, grow my businesses and to look to slow down in the next 10 years or so because I want I want to enjoy the rest of my life we weren't you know we're all kind of feel that we, we were born and we have to go to school and then we go to college and university and we get lots of debt and we've got to get a nine-to-five job and everyone's in this rat race and actually yep. life, is, life isn't about that yeah yeah so you know it's important that we actually make the time to enjoy the present people around us I think the, the wonderful surroundings around us and yeah be happy. brilliant brilliant fantastic you, you're probably aware mark and myself we were chapter authors in a in a book actually and all the proceeds went to charity um called your advice to younger self it was uh, at the time it was an amazon uh, number one bestseller which was just fantastic nice. and it was interesting you know i'd i was i was given the opportunity of writing a a, a chapter and it really kind of pushed me out of my, you know me, uh, Bernadette. Um, you know, it pushed me out of my comfort zone. You know, I'm, you know, I'm quite a private person and, and what have you. But it, it enabled me to open this this door into my my past. And um, and what I one of my whys is all about my children and you know that um, future generations and what have you. And it just enabled me to to share it with them as well. You know, they proofread the chapters and what have you. And by by just that absorption of information, I transferred my life story to them, you know, and they were critiquing it. And oh, that's really interesting, Dad. What did you do there? And so that was great. And I'd like to put the same question to you. So if if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Probably a couple of things. I think I didn't actually used to be very confident when I when I was younger. And and I think part of that also was what happened with my sister. Mm. And you know, I, I wasn't in a, in a great place. I wish maybe I found myself earlier. I found myself when I was 27. There was a very distinct moment. Mm. Uh, exactly. I don't know exactly when it was. And I think if I'd found myself earlier, I would have done a lot more wonderful things with my life, like helping others and also believing in myself, learning more about nutrition, taking care of myself, all those sorts of things. Because... All of those things, when they're in balance, it all comes together, and we're, we're a much better person. So I think, I think that's what I, that's the advice I would give myself. That's fantastic. A younger person. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Lost in, lost in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. No, I mean, how can people follow you and get in touch? The best way uh, you can probably contact me on LinkedIn. Send me a message. Introduce yourself. And I and I will come back to you. So I, I'm always on Facebook and LinkedIn, but my, I reply to my LinkedIn messages more. 
That's fantastic. Well, that's that's really great. And thank you so much for, for joining us today just to have a, a little insight into your background and some of the wonderful things you've done. And, you know, I do underpin and underline that fact that I think you are the, one of the most smiliest and positive people that I do know, <laughs> you know, and thank you for sharing that with us today. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Nigel, so much for asking me. I really do appreciate it. And I'm in awe of what you and Mark have achieved. And obviously, if I wasn't, then I wouldn't be part of your group. And especially for the work that you've done for the community, it's so impressive and heartwarming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's really remarkable to hear and know about all the stuff that you guys are doing as well. And that's thank fantastic. you for letting me be part of your group. No problem at all. Right. So so that's the Property Developers and Investors podcast. And thank you once again to Bernadette Anderson for just sharing her, her story with us today. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you would like more inspiration, why not join our Facebook group, Property Developers and Investors, or visit our website, www.equaacademy.co.uk.